1: Can Auburn score enough to beat LSU?
0: Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast.
1: Yes. You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host Zach Blackerby. And thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy War Report Wednesday to all who celebrate as we are joined by Mike G of the War Report. We'll talk about some of the interesting comments Hugh Freeze made earlier in the week, specifically about taking responsibility. We'll also chime in on some predictions on if Auburn can beat LSU. But let's ask this question first, Mike G. Can the Auburn Tigers generate enough offense? Can they score Uh. enough points to keep up with this electric high-powered LSU offense powered by Jaden Daniels?
0: Uh, yeah, this is a great question. Um, Jaden Daniels is having a Heisman-caliber season uh, yes. so far. I mean, let's be real. He's 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 doing extremely well so far. So he leads the NCAA, I believe, in yards past. Um, he has a 73% completion percentage, and he <laughs> seems to be – Doing all the right things, right? Uh for for their offense. He's got 19 touchdowns to two interceptions. Uh, this kid is just playing ball at a high level. So this will be strength on strength, right? This will be Jaden Daniels entire game arms and legs versus what i largely believe will be the auburn secondary can sure. they at least try to make him a little bit limit one of the things that he does somewhat and keep them off the scoreboard they're actually scoring at a pretty decent clip out in and outside of the red zone zach yeah. um so lsu is scored from all over the field um And, you know, he's got a few touchdowns of 10 plus yards so far this season. Uh, but ultimately, they, I mean, they're just they're playing at such a high level. Now, can Auburn score enough points? I have my I have my doubts. Um, I still think yeah. this team does not have a true offensive identity. Um, And I think that Georgia maybe even muddied the waters for them a little bit more because it wasn't clearly one thing or the other. Um, Hugh Freeze talked this week about maybe eliminating some things from the playbook that they don't do well, uh, calling plays to their personnel a little better. We're six games in and they're still talking about this. Yeah, that's that does not fill me with hope, uh, especially going up against a defense that is. The worst that I've seen the LSU in quite some time, and I still don't know if they can score enough points to beat LSU in this one.
1: Well, Mike, I, I want to clarification clarification on something you said. You said Georgia may have muddied the waters a bit, one way or the other. What What do you mean by that? I mean, it, it seemed like Auburn figured out that their offensive identity should be to run the football against Georgia.
0: Yeah, true. Um, I just I feel like when you become when you're one dimensional. It's it's still tough no matter how bad the defense that you're playing is. Expect LSU. If I were playing, if I were LSU, I'd load up the box yeah. against the run. And I'd try. If I mean whether they can do it or not, I know there was a feeling that if Georgia couldn't do it, how's LSU gonna do it? Uh, but you just you have there are problems. There are there are problems that arise, Zach, when you're one-dimensional that you may not be able to see. Those are still five-star athletes there. By the numbers, they're not good. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I still I'm not left with a good feeling about this, about the the passing games to me, seemingly not taking much of a step forward. And then you're going on the road to LSU and you oh. got to score a bunch of points in a raucous environment. It, it's it's I think it's going to be a challenge for them.
1: Yeah. If I'm LSU, I'm putting a lot of guys close to the line of scrimmage. And mm-hmm. I'm saying, hey, Peyton Thorne beat us, not at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Let's see what you got. Can you be yep. competent away from Jordan Hare stadium. And up to this point, that really hasn't been the case. It's been well-documented. It's been discussed at length on the show. And I got a feeling it's going to be a topic next week too, Um, one way or the other, right? Because that's probably going to be what it comes down to. So, yep. Uh, and and uh, if I'm Brian Kelly, that's exactly how I'm attacking this Auburn offense. So let's assume that's what they do. We're both in agreement based yep. on, based on you saying yes during that. So <laughs> let's assume they do that. Does Auburn score more than 24 points on Saturday?
0: Oof, they should.
1: They if they should. don't, it's a problem because the yeah. LSU defense stinks. It's uh, terrible.
0: Uh, it's, it's bad. Zach, I actually, for Georgia, had said if they had scored, I thought 24 was the magic number to try to get the win against Georgia. Yeah. Um, and they scored 20 and it would have been some sort of heartbreaking loss, I'm sure, at 24. I think that sure. number's a little higher for LSU, though. So mm-hmm. what does Auburn have to score in this one? I think anything short of 30 points, they don't they don't have a chance in this one. Uh, Georgia put up twenty-seven. I feel like LSU's offense is a little bit more dynamic. I think they've got more dynamic quarter play, a uh, quarterback play, and um, they've got a, they've got more dimensions that you have to look out for on offense, particularly when it's the quarterback. Um, so Auburn's going to have to get to thirty plus, I think. Uh, and it, it's tough, man. You want I want to believe that this team can win a shootout. I just don't know that it's there. And I think that's what this is going to have to be if Auburn is going to win.
1: Yeah, they got to make it ugly, Mike G. They've got to make it ugly, and they've got to do that on both sides of the football. And you do that by running the ball well on offense and having long, sustained drives. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you just wreak havoc, and you hope that you can do that. And look, some people are going to misconstrue this and me saying that LSU is not a good football team, and that is not true. I have a ton of respect to what they're doing, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But looking at who they've played so far, like there's a chance that some of these stats are a bit inflated, right? I mean, Ole Miss's defense stinks. Missouri's defense wasn't anything to write home about. In fact, you know, their discipline in r- rushing the passer was very, very poor. Their desire just to go inside when they have a guy that's ready to scoot out of the pocket in any second mm-hmm. is just weird decisions. Can't imagine they were coached that, but but whatever. And who's the other team that they played? Arkansas, right? And like Arkansas is not a team that that I really respect on the defensive side of the ball. They've got KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, and then there's a big drop off after that. So once again, I'm not saying this LSU offense doesn't need to be respected because it certainly does. And LSU folks are talking about Jaden Daniels as a Heisman front runner, and they should. His numbers are stupid. They're incredible. Props to him and props to what they're doing offensively. But I do think this will be the toughest challenge that they've had so far, as far as LSU's offense versus Auburn's defense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Auburn's defense is good; they are good. And if Auburn has any chance in this game, they have been one of the best defenses in the country at creating turnovers. Yeah. So if you can, you you can beat da- Jaden Daniels by keeping him on the bench. Right by getting the ball back to your offense early right. and often. So, uh, you know, if Auburn has got a great shot in this game, they're going to have to continue that trend of interceptions, fumbles forced, uh, and, and creating turnover and negative plays for LSU on offense to give their offense a short field uh, to work with, uh, and maybe they get up more points that way. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. But they Auburn has been historically good at creating turnovers so far this season. It's been a pleasant surprise.
1: Yeah, the, the Jalen Simpson special is probably what we should, we should be calling it at this point, assuming he's he's ready and, and able to go. That'll be a huge part of all of this. But Hugh Freeze said the coaching staff took some responsibility at his press conference earlier this week. What does that mean? We discuss in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Jace. Medical, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace case, make sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is a, uh, it's a simple Um, it's very simple to use and sign up. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery, ongoing consultation and care, and you don't want to get caught unprepared. Get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. G our guests on this war rapport Wednesday coach freeze talking about how the coaching staff had to readjust looking at the plays that they called that they you know didn't work which was most of the passing offense I'm curious to see what part of it they felt did work and what they're going to go back to and what they're going to kind of put an emphasis on but I just I, I think the whole We saw a bit of a pivot, right? And I'm sure some of this is strategic, but also, pardon me, don't want to read too much into it because he's been very honest with everything that he said so far, but he's been kind of calling guys and position groups out consistently this year. And then we kind of saw a little bit of a pivot coming out of the bye week saying, hey, you know, as coaches, we looked at tendencies and said they were creatures of habit and, and, you know, several things like that. So I, I thought some of that accountability of the coaching staff was interesting and a little refreshing. Uh,
0: I have consistently said that it starts with what you're asking the kids to do, right? You know, the what is the plan? You know, what are they being asked to do? Does it play to their strengths? It seems like this coaching staff is starting to go down that path. Let's take a look. Let's make sure that we're setting guys up for success here. Um, you know, in a lot of what he's talked about with Peyton Thorne, he said that, you know, Um, and then he even referenced, uh, a set of plays during the press conference where he said there were 10 plays versus Georgia and six of the 10 of them, I would put on us as coaches, six Mm. of 10, you know, that's a significant amount that could possibly change the game. I think that they went back and they looked at the decision to pull Robbie out of the game on that third and one or, yeah, and and the fourth down and said, "Eh, maybe that wasn't the best decision there. Um, sure. You know, there were probably a number of other plays um, that, you know, accounted for that six where they just looked at it and said, hey, we, our margin for error is not as great as we would like it to be based on the talent. So as coaches to give these guys a shot, we have to be better. I like that message, Zach. I do. Because your talent is what it is at this point. The season has started. I don't want yeah. hear about who you don't have, right? You've got who you've got, you know, and if it's competitive and it looks good, and the floor looks like it's at least moving up, then I think fans will be satisfied with it. Right now, you know, they're on pace to throw for fewer yards than they did last year. Right. That's, cra- that's a crazy stat to me, Zach. You yeah. know, how could Peyton Thorne be on pace to throw for fewer yards than Robbie Ashford did in nine starts last year? I, I that's not a player issue to me. That's a system issue. Cause you're not telling me Peyton Thorne had 1200 yards of regression from Michigan state to Auburn.
1: Yeah. And his targets aren't as talented probably, right? I mean, sure. we all see what Keon Coleman's doing for the Seminoles right now, but all in all, 1200 yards worth 1200 yards is a lot. <laughs> that's that's no, a lot of yards. About that. Yeah. There's no question about it. And, It goes back to the identity that you talked about at the top of our conversation. And even if your identity is running the football, it still opens up the passing lanes, right? Mm -hmm. In theory, it certainly should. It hasn't done that yet, but you got to execute. And are you going to be able to execute on the road in Baton Rouge when you weren't able to do it against Cal and you weren't able to do it against Texas A&M? I don't know. I'm a little hesitant to buy into that, Mike Gene. Yep. That's, kind of, that's kind of why it's concerning up to this well, point.
0: Well, you're 0-2 in the SEC so far. You have not scored uh, three touchdowns on any SEC opponent so far this year. Um, and you're going to have to be LSU. We're going to have to see something that we have not seen so far yet this year. Right. And I think that he understands that. So if you want to get a different result, you've got to do something differently. And and I think it's time now maybe to pivot, because here's what happens over the next two games. If you lose the next two, got you're you're almost in that zone where a bowl game comes into question. Sure. Right. And a five like a six and six has right now has to be the absolute floor. You can't you can't not make a bowl game. I don't care what you say about this roster. They they did they snuck out five and seven last year. You're not telling me you had a, a uh, you, no improvement with all the guys that brought in that won't be a player issue. I'm telling you, if they can't win six,
1: sure, but but also uh, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. And okay, part of this has to do with personal bias and everybody. I mean, you just want to be correct, but I picked Auburn to go seven and five going into the year, and that included losing these four games in a row. Like, oh really? I, oh. Okay. I, I think if Auburn loses against LSU and loses next week against Ole Miss, you can still beat Mississippi State. You're still going to beat Vandy on the road. I think, I think at Arkansas is even more winnable. The more I watch that team, I'm just not impressed with them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, who would the other one be? Oh, it's, um, Vandy no new mexico state New Mexico State, so, yeah yeah right um, and so that that gets you there so uh, i'm gonna push back a little bit i think you can lose these next two and still be seven and five and that's the record most people predicted for this team going into it so i'm pushing back a little bit against that
0: sure how do you lose them though do you take steps forward does that matters doesn't sure. get better right and, and, yeah. and that's where i'm at so when i say lose i'm assuming maybe it's a bar situation because that's kind of what it's been so far to me offensively but if you if you are taking steps forward i agree with you i think that you can you still learn in a loss um and that will help you against arkansas and vandy and and if you win those games right there are three more left arkansas vandy and new mexico state should get you to a bowl game at this point yeah Uh, but if you're reeling and i and let's be clear mississippi state (laughs) <laughs> who somehow only mustered 14 points on this LSU defense. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Incredible to me. I I think that should be a W for Auburn as well, too. Totally. Fair. I mean, Will Will Rogers is like almost bottom of the conference in pass attempts, which is crazy to me. It's bizarre. Yeah. I. So they, you've got to go out and you've got to that, get that game as well, too. And I think that's how you get the seven, Zach right
1: uh, uh yeah know. and i and i also think just to kind of put an asterisk next to it seven and five sure but Ole miss and alabama at home who knows what's going to happen in those games just because it's in jern hair stadium i said this on the radio mm-hmm. uh tuesday morning mike and tell me and I, and i hate making statements like this but it's all about feelings we're gonna talk about feelings for yeah, just yeah, a second
0: yeah, you love it Zach. you love it
1: and uh sure <laughs> i i love talking about anything with you but the It just feels to me like Hugh Freeze is going to get one of those wins this year that the conference says, oh, there it is. There it is. He can do this. They almost had it against Georgia. They've got an opportunity to do that against LSU this weekend. They've Mm -hmm. got an opportunity to do it against Ole Miss next weekend. And he's got an opportunity to do it in the Iron Bowl at home. I, I just think at this point, Let me ask you this question, because I I think it's more likely you're going to get one of those than go 0-3 in those. So my question to you is, what's more likely? Hugh Freeze wins one of those three games that I just mentioned, LSU this weekend, Ole Miss at home next weekend, Iron Bowl at home at the end of the season, or to go 0-3? Which one's more likely? Oh
0: man, this is going to be an unpopular right oh, now. Oh no,
1: you're saying zero and three?
0: Yeah, I think it's more likely that you go zero and three if you're yeah. not. No, no team in the history of football has ever won a game with zero points. And if you can't score points, you're just you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And and, and the the three teams that you just mentioned they can score, right? Yeah. and and I I don't like you know if if Auburn has to get into a shootout, I want to see something versus LSU that would tell me, okay, it's starting to click for them offensively from a play-calling standpoint and from an execution standpoint where they can put 35 points on the board if they need to, to win a ball game. I don't see it yet. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I, I have not seen it yet, and so I it's hard for me to project that right now.
1: Yeah. Put it in the YouTube comments down below or, or tweet at me and Mike on Twitter or talk to us in the Discord. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What's more likely? Auburn goes one and 3 against LSU, Ole Miss, and Bama, or 0-3 against the three biggest games remaining on the schedule? I, I think we'll get split answers on that, but I'm curious sure. to see if they hint one way or the other a little bit more. So let's get to the nitty-gritty. Can Auburn beat LSU this weekend? We get Mike G's predictions and thoughts next, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. I Love prize picks because you can win up to 25 times your money all football season long. All you have to do is pick two or more players and you can pick more or less on their projected stats to place your entry, a specific running back. Are they going to get more or less than six and a half carries? Are they going to get more or less than 75 and a half rushing yards? It's a ton of fun. And the more guys you pick, the more your winnings can multiply. It's very, very fun. So head over to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. It's free money, people. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college, use code locked on college, all one word, for a first deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check out prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. G our guests on this war rapport Wednesday point blank. Can Auburn beat LSU and Baton Rouge on Saturday?
0: I know what I said earlier, but hear sure. me out. Okay. Y- yes. Sure. You mentioned it earlier and I'll, I will reiterate this. The way to win this game is to make it ugly. Muddy it up. Think back to 2019 LSU versus Auburn, right? They went in and they made that – I mean, it was raining and there were some other factors, but, like, they made that game grimy and dirty and they they held LSU to their lowest point total that season and that offense was more talented than this one. Let's be clear. You know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, uh, Thaddeus Moss, I mean, those guys were super talented.
1: Yeah, they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, and they held them to 23 points and lost that game, what, was 23 – 20 right so what i would say is if you can turn jaden daniels over because i like his game but he's not joe burrow yeah right he's not he's not Beasy. okay uh if you can turn him over (laughs) i'm a big joe burrow fan uh if you can turn him over and you can make this slow the game down take possessions away from him keep him on the bench uh run the ball like you said i can i didn't believe they could do it versus georgia one man I knew had the courage to say, Auburn needs to run the ball against Georgia. And it was you, Zach Blackerby. So right. if they can do it against Georgia, I think they can do it against LSU and keep those guys on the bench. They won time of possession against Georgia. Win time of possession, run the ball, create havoc in turnovers, and Auburn can be in this one at the end. I believe that it can happen. Look, uh, as ho- historically good as LSU was in 2019, they were not above laying a dud I think that this LSU offense, as good as they ha- are, is capable of laying a dud, especially against a defense in Auburn that I think is a little underrated in the national media right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Auburn is in a unique situation where they're going to play the best two offensive players in college football in back-to-back games. They played Brock Bowers against Georgia, they shut him mm. down for most of the game, and then he kind of broke free towards the end there and Auburn didn't have an answer for him. Jaden Daniels, how long can Auburn shut him down? If at all, if at all, Mike G. But they're going to have to do it for longer than they did against Brock Bowers unless the offense really, really helps out the Auburn Tigers. And I'm just not sold that they're going to be able to do that for 60 minutes. But I do think there's a lot of factors outside of football that I like about this. And, And I think there are things that matter. I think this, uh, I said this earlier in the week, Mike G. I think this LSU team reminds me of the 2014 Auburn Tigers. Okay. They won a bunch the year prior, maybe a year or two earlier than they were expecting to. And they bring everybody back. And they're in a situation where the defense isn't working and they're having to score a ton of points. And then once Auburn kind of slipped up, because that's an emotional thing. That's a lot yeah. of pressure on an offense and a quarterback where every drive matters so much. Because you've got to outscore everybody. That's a right. big deal. And over the course of a season, that wears you down. Mm. And we saw what happened in 2014 for Auburn in a similar situation where it was championship or bust. You lose two games, and it's just really hard to keep doing it because you prepped all offseason for a championship. And I think LSU is in a similar boat. They still control their own destiny. To my understanding, they're not out of the SEC by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm sure that's what they're telling themselves. But this is a team that went on the road to Oxford, lost. They scored 50 points and lost. Then they had to score close to 50 points to beat Missouri. Mm. And I just think coming home, and sure, you get to come back home. It's going to be Baton Rouge at night. It's going to be tough. This is going to be tough, Robert. I'm not discrediting this at all. Right. But there are things outside of the the hashes that I think, okay, all of these things do point to Auburn. The biggest thing, though, is, is on the road.
0: Yeah, uh, it's 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 one of the hardest places to play in college football. But yeah, but I for a reason,
1: and it's earned that. No question about it. No question yeah, about it.
0: I agree with uh, most of what you said. I I just want to spit some stats at our listeners. LSU yeah. L- LSU is uh, dead last in the conference in yards per game allowed. Zach, they are thirteenth in the conference in passing yards allowed. Last in rushing yards allowed, and they are thirteenth in points allowed so if there were a game for auburn to find their mojo yeah <laughs> offensively this, this, the is on, this is the only this is it i i the only thing i don't like about this is that it's on the road if this were in jordan jordan Hare and they were this bad i would give auburn a good chance to walk away with the w um but you know find find yourself you remember 2013 auburn right they played LSU, lost that game, but with what we learned, something about that team in the second half of that game. Sure. That's even if they don't come away with the dub, that's what I would be looking for here, Zach. Can they learn something? It will something click that they can take to Ole Miss, put the beat down on fourth and Kiffin, and then beat the other Mississippi school and and, and try to get something going here headed into November.
1: Yeah, I mean that would flip your season around. There's no it question would. about it. Hey, and look, there's a chance that Georgia did that, similar to the 2013 LSU loss. There's a chance that the Georgia loss did that if they think, oh, wait, we can run the ball on anybody. Right. Because, look, people are saying Georgia's down, and I don't disagree with you, right? But they're still good. They're still a better defense than the next four SEC teams Auburn's about to play. Georgia's defense is better than LSU's. It's better than Ole misses. It's better than Mississippi State's. It's better than Arkansas. It's better than Vandy's. The next five. Next five. Yeah. So, like all, like, you don't have to be great. You just got to be decent enough to be able to score, and I think the level of competition defensively drops drastically now that A and M in Georgia is behind them. Mike, do yeah, you think you some, yeah. Go ahead.
0: I don't like taking credit away from Georgia just to finish their cap your point. Listen, man, and when you yeah, have I'm as much you. talent as they do, th- their Tuesday night is your Friday night, right? Like, let's be clear, they're good. And uh, being able to run the ball on those guys against that talent, I don't think is something you should be able to overlook. And it is something that should carry over. Um, so, So we'll see what they can do.
1: Yeah. Their Tuesday night is your Friday night. Wow. Wow. Taco Tuesday on a Friday. I'm okay with that. Mike G, thank you for your time as always, my friend. How can people check out everything you've got going on?
0: Uh, check us out at the war report. Uh, we're not done with fireside with the war report. So we've got more of that content coming for you guys. If you don't want to miss it. Sign up, become a patron, hit us on Twitter, add us, give us all the comments on this one. Love you guys.
1: Yes. Yes. And you can check out all of my written work at auburndaily.com. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been locked on Auburn. Hey, prime members. You can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon music.